This is uh, the June 9, 2023, and I read this morning that Pat Robertson have died, have passed away, and uh, I have some things to tell you about uh, Pat Robertson because I lived uh, in Virginia Beach and around uh, uh, around the Virginia Beach, uh, so my uh, uh, my church was that church that Pat Robinson gave money to. He was the one that, in reality, he owned that church. Uh, and uh, I'm not going to talk about political things because I don't know so much about political things in the United States. It's not about that. I am going to talk about my meeting with Pat Robertson. And um, it, uh, the church is uh, one of United States' biggest church. Uh, Rock Church International in Virginia Beach. And that was my church for a long time. A long time for me is it more than six weeks. <laughs> but I I was to that church from the start. When I come to United States, I I was first around a little. Come from Seattle. Uh, up uh, in the north to Chicago and then down to Florida to Daytona Beach and to uh, West Palm Beach and then up again to Daytona Beach and then I come to North Carolina and uh, for some days and then I, I, I try to remember the name of that city. It was a small city. I think it was Hillborough, something like that. Um, and I come to Virginia Beach after that. And I come to... I'd be so very surprised because I had, before I left Sweden, I had a vision. And when I come to that house where I should rent a room from this woman, when we, she come and and met me at the station, Greyhound bus station, and and I have told you about it. You that have followed me, uh, my meeting with her, and she lived in Virginia Beach, 
and um, she was uh, very wealthy because she was married wealthy to a military man that had passed away so she had a big house so she rent out rooms in that big house and um, then she she took me to her church the one that she was in and that was rock church international so i i come to be there in that church and uh, it was very quick this woman i rent the room from she was going like the devil and tried to kill me and hurt me very much she did many things to hurt me and i have already told you about it in this uh, room in the house in virginia beach and um, I, I talk about it a little now so you that have followed me you remember that i have already told you these things but i i'm not going to repeat everything so it's only a, a small part uh, so um she drew uh, she drew me to that church and she was going also and she always uh, put uh, very much uh, lipstick uh, makeup things and she have very uh, uh, reaching uh, she was like uh, someone you saw because she was all not only loudly in her voice but she have always those uh, very eye looking uh, at her clothes and um, like uh, screaming red clothes uh, red red orange clothes uh, with hat in the same style and same color and she stick out always and this church rock church you maybe have been there you know it's it's hard to know how many people there is in the church but maybe it must be over a thousand people there in the service I don't know, but it is one of United States biggest church, so that's many people, and it's a big church. I'm sorry if if it's my stomach uh, sounds because I I have not eaten breakfast yet, so I'm hungry. Um, but you are coming first, and God's message coming first. And um, and uh, she was totally crazy. And one day, when we were were to that church, I was thinking I am going to to go and ask the church 
to help me in my situation. So I went to to some uh, ministers, church workers, ministers, and uh, I say I have problem. I have nowhere to stay. I I have a room at a, a lady's house, but she is very evil to me, uh, and uh, I'm scared to be there. And uh, they say we don't have any uh, room. We don't have any place for you. They say, and uh, when I turn around to go to the car, uh, that woman, uh, she have left and left me in in the church. And I was there and, and it was Easter. And I was uh, wondering what to do. And uh, uh, then they told me that I could wait because there is a second service the same day. So they say that I could wait for in their prayer room. So they left me in the prayer room. And I sit there and uh, I uh, had no food to eat. I was hungry and no one come with any anything for me. And I sit there about two or three hours. Uh, and it, I sit there in the prayer room and uh, I was by myself. But of some reason, and I know today that uh, those in afterlife have told me to bring with me um, painting tools. I have paper and and a pen to make drawings. So what what come in into the the prayer room, I make drawings of them, uh, of what's going on in the prayer room. And it was uh, like one woman that uh, she, she was special, she was not walking around, she looked out, out in the window outside and I make a drawing of her and um, and then later on I I show her someone wanted to see what I was drawing in the prayer room and uh, one say that that drawing is that woman that had paid she supported this prayer room by giving money. When she passed away, she donated money for this prayer room. She said, she say, and then she walked to, it was a, a picture, a photography, a small one that I did, had not seen. And she showed me this, how she looked like. And it was exactly the same as I have made a drawing of.
so I saw her, uh, even if she had passed away. Uh, but that woman that uh, showing me the picture, she didn't know what was going on. So uh, it was only for me to know that this woman have I make a drawing of because she was standing and looking out in the window. And uh, she didn't walk around, only look out. And, and so uh, after two or three hours, there come people into the prayer room that belong to the church. And I ask if someone could help me to come back to where I was staying. And they were very hurry. Uh, and they didn't, uh, they say they couldn't drive me uh, back to the house. Uh, uh, they could drive me back to the house house after the service. So I I was to the second service also. And then it was a couple that drove me. Uh, it was uh, those close to the, the bishop in the church. Um, so they, they were very high up in the church. And then when we come to that house where I rent the room. I'd be surprised, they say, uh, but uh, it was acceptable because uh, it was no, uh, nothing to do more to let me go out from the car. But they turn around to me and they say that we will prayer for you and uh, not only that they say it they pray for me and they say uh, we let you out here but we are not going with you to the house they say and I don't I didn't need to ask why because that was okay. It was only over the street, and there was the house, and uh, and that uh, showing later on that they have been inside that house, and they have prayed for that woman, evil woman, and the house, and uh, they. Uh, and they told me that they have failed to pray for that house. It was a real a, a devil's house I lived in. So they couldn't help that woman. They couldn't help anything in that house because it was doomed. And I know it now because she left United States to go to Germany, to a man there, and and that uh, area, it doesn't. There is no people living there, but he say he lived there, 
and that uh, area where she come to it's called it's in German languages so she didn't read it or could understand it but I I know uh, German and um, it says the devil's hills the devil's hill and there is no houses built there it's some uh, more like um, they spy from there that hill it's built like that and um, she come there and uh, then she find out that she should not live with him he was already married and he didn't want her there and uh, and she she called me and asked me to help her to come back to United States and uh, I didn't want to help her to come back because she should harassment harass me and uh, do evil things to me and maybe kill me so I I couldn't help her and that was the same thing with these people they couldn't help her she had to fight her own fight with her father the devil and and uh, I I didn't tell you the whole story about when I come to that house I be so shocked when we turn it was a curve to to come up to that street and when we turn around in the curve did I see that street that I had a vision about I'd be so shocked because in the vision was it this street but it was Nordic birch tree so I I, I didn't know uh, because I have lived in Texas and there were no birch tree there as uh, what I could see but there was the street full of birch tree and that woman that come and met me in Greyhound bus station she had the same dress like uh, the woman I saw in the vision uh, she was in the vision she ran into the house uh, so I didn't really saw her but I I remember her dress and I thought it was a young woman so I was not thinking about it for a long time but then uh, she had this uh, she it I have met uh, people that can change their way to look like uh, they can be one day uh, black hair and next day light color in their hair and without doing anything they only 
switch to different personality and when they switch to the different personality they also can change their hair color and the first time I heard about this the change of the hair hair color was about the Titanic the boat the ship that uh, dropped on the to uh, iceberg and uh, it sink and uh, they say those witness that those people that was laying in the in the water it's it was not i understand it now uh, and it was not that they was fro- frozen so they be white in their hair it was of the fear and what uh, the states of mind they had when they were laying in the water and hope that a boat should come and pick them up and they are scarce they changed their color of the hair to be like white light hair even if they were maybe have black hair so it can happen it's very strange but it is reaction of of the 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 brain and uh, like uh, my grandkids they were truly blonde and then when my son say i don't want you to contact us anymore i don't want you in my life he said to me and when i saw the last picture those kids have turned around to have black hair they have already they have white hair and then suddenly they go suddenly they got black hair and that's what how they have been treated so they go to the dark side and those in the water they going to the light side so they were okay not in this life but in the afterlife and um, so uh, that was about uh, and then uh, i find out that uh, the found uh, the founder that give money to this church it's it was pat robertson and uh, his cbn um, television and radio he started with radio and television and uh, i didn't know who he was more than he was a founder and a radio station man and i was to his radio his television and his uh, the university Regan's uh, university i think the name is sometimes because i wanted to talk to pat robertson 
And the first time I met him when he was going back to his office after lunch. And uh, I, it was only me and he in in the corridor in the hall and he stopped like he was giving a message i have seen that before that god gave him a message or those in afterlife gave him a message about me and he stopped in his walk and was like giving the message and then he looked at me i was the only one in the room that's how how god do it i was alone with pat robinson and he got the message and thinking very much about it i saw and then suddenly he's he had a pen that he he make uh, be better in his pocket in his uh, suit his uniform he had and then he walked away so i know he got the message i know god was talking to him and uh, so i tried to reach him more times so i was to his office out uh, outside not inside his office outside and waiting and hoping he should pass by me and talk to me so i was there four or five times sitting and waiting for a time and then suddenly uh, of course uh, the security have uh, they uh, notice who was in uh, in the uh, in the front of the office waiting so they have seen me uh, four or five times what's she doing there and they maybe thought i should kill him and um, i had i be i come to be a friend to his secretary uh, and uh, she uh, i think she, her, she called herself cookie i think it, it was cook cookie and uh, she drive me home two times but the last time i was there she was not around and um, and the the boss the manager for the security uh, the uh, the highest person he come and sit down with me and ask me what are you doing here and uh, i don't know i don't remember what i say but uh, he he didn't understood but it was um, a message i i i suppose i i gave him a message that he don't didn't understood so uh, when he didn't understood he didn't 
take me to Pat Robertson because I, I, I am sure I say I was waiting for Pat Robertson to talk to him. But instead to, to take me to Pat Robertson, he took me out from, from the house and uh, he didn't even took out me from the house. He also walked with me to the outside of the property and make sure that I was gone. And I was really gone because that that was a confirm that I have done whatever I could do to reach Pat Robertson and, and talk to him what God have done in my life, you know. I, I was sent by God to United States to walk around and and check out what's going on in the in the religious world and what they are doing to the the least of people i was the lowest of every people there without making drugs or drinking or be mental sick i was the lowest and god did test people in the church uh, to what I was doing and uh, it's uh, also now to you that uh, that listen to my podcast uh, if you had leftover of money and you give that to your church or synagogue or uh, uh, and the mosque that is better to send it to me the money because I need the money as I have been disabled because in my work for God people have not been nice to me and I have had stress on me so much so I have got chronical stress and need uh, to get help from the health health uh, side and, and of course God's side also and uh, he gave me much help but he God waiting for people to have to reach out with their hands mean hands means action to act is uh, I didn't know why why did I say that about hand it's it's because he's standing here but he he's not looking he don't look like uh, God this is what this he look almost like this statue about Jesus Christ uh, he looked like that so uh, uh, that statue is not a picture of Jesus Christ but uh, he showing me uh, like he is that statue because that 
that means that uh, he is Jesus Christ and and I know that statue that is in many churches that was done in Denmark that statue and in uh, the Mormon church they have all these statues in all the temples and he looked like that he is very big, big statue, almost up to the ceiling. And he's standing here, and he had his hand reach out. I see, because I I don't I only see one hand, and it's it's very much he have sent. I have so much energy on me now. He have touched me with his. It's be like his left hand. For me, it's his right hand. But as he's standing and look at me, it's the left hand. So that's what he means. That those to have. Your your life and you as a person should be on the right side, but you are on the left side of the hand because you have not done anything. You have not helped, supported me in this uh, this uh, walk and this what I do for all those in heaven and for God and all the people uh, that I can see but not many can see. So that's what is, um, I don't know, he's uh, doing something with me so I I be like cramp in, in my body. I be cramp in my body. I don't know why he do it. But he's telling me that I should send this energy that cause in my <laughs> my body. I'm not frightened. It's uh, that I have a cramp going on in my body because he squeezes out all the energy that I have. I'm going to be very tired after this, but I need to eat first and then go to bed to rest a little. Uh, he's sending it to, it to you. He's saying Malaysia. Uh, uh, it's it's a mostly is it a Muslim country but it doesn't matter because Muslim also have Jesus Christ uh, as a prophet. Um, and start to calm down now. And um, I have, I have, he's showing me that I have done, done a picture yesterday about how many countries there is that listen to this podcast and it's almost all countries in the world now. 
it's the some countries that is very hard to reach with the podcast. But most of countries I have reached. So I start to end this work I do for God in 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 and for the afterlife by doing this podcast. And then about Pat Robinson back again. And when I come back to Sweden and it was very strange because I didn't look for it but it come up when I turn on my television and it was when I just come back from United States so I had a, a little one for a to have place in a car, a small, 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 old one that we have in our summer house that I got from my daughter's father to have something in that little house I have got from the social service. And uh, I have electricity so I could watch uh, television and um, and I have an antenna on that television because there was no no nothing to put in to have television it was only a, a small house for tools when they do things on their property uh, grass cutter like that, mound alone like that. And I I live in that small one when I come back to Sweden. And uh, so I only open up the television. I didn't have any uh, any remote control. It was so old so I put in the button on the television and there was a documentary about Pat Robertson and uh, what this is the man on television a documentary about him I I, I had been uh, I was to I met uh, Pat Robertson more times but not alone I was to uh, that uh, church uh, banquet it was when uh, I think it was when the male pastor male pastor's birthday was or if it was the church years i don't know but it i think it was the birthday because only the man got gifts and uh, and he pat robinson was sitting there at the table of this very these people that was so important for the world and um and he, um, Pat Robinson gave 
the pastor a Rolex watch clock and he he playing that he didn't want want it and Pat Robinson say that I know you don't want expensive gifts but this clock this clock should you I say to you you are not allowed to sell it and or not give it away you need to keep it it's for you at the gift and not everyone else it was this very very expensive Rolex with diamonds and things around it and then on the same uh, birthday banquet I was to it was he was giving a luxury boat also he got very much expensive things and uh, it was a, a very big gap <laughs> I was homeless and had no income of had no money no at all uh, but I got some money where I was staying because when it, the banquet was was in that last year I was in in Virginia Beach in in the United States I, I live with those Muslim people so I got some money f- for taking care of their kids kids so I got some money and then I go to the thrift store and uh, uh, I needed to have some clothes to the banquet Uh, I didn't have any fancy clothes so I and at the banquet we were only about 30 people so I knew I needed to have very expensive clothes on me uh, nice not nice but uh, um, uh, like more powerful and uh, uh, this uh, uh, now I don't remember the bishop that still is alive but I think she is sick now so she maybe can leave soon uh, and uh, she and I bought in the thrift store for my money uh, I told them that I should go to a banquet for for the church, this famous church, and Pat Robinson's church, I say, and um, uh, I got some clothes. Uh, I took some. It was black clothes in the gr- uh, background, but it was gold on all uh, the whole clothes. I I have black pants long pants but it was uh, uh, like a 
a dress over me and it was along until my knees and it was lots of gold on it and then I I got uh, the Muslim people be impressed of that I should go to this banquet and they told me that they going to they are going to help me uh, to drive me to that church and they were Muslim and uh, it was I'd be very surprised that they want wanted to come so close to that church but uh, I saw that they were curious what where I was going because they saw my clothes and uh, so I got some uh, small things from the Muslim woman to bring with me it's like a bag a handbag that she had that was very famous famous it was expensive very expensive and other things and um, I had bring with me the gold that I got from my mother so I place on me very much gold also to really be like a Christmas tree <laughs> and uh, I come to that banquet and that I don't remember now the woman the pastor bishop what her name is but I'm going to write it on on this episode's uh, information I give you her name and his name the church name everything you need to know and um, and she come I I sit with in the, at the table where it was four other women there that was not so they have not dressed up so I was the only one dressed up and she didn't uh, the pastor bishop say she only look at those other women and say hello like to everyone uh, hello but with me she shake my hand and say what beautiful you are to tonight she was shocked that I could dress like I did and uh, because I had she have been like my mother in the church and uh, I had talking to her many times uh, and in the church I had decent clothes but modest clothes in the church clean nice clothes but modest and this on this banquet that didn't belong inside the church it was in another place uh, she'd be impressed that she have not seen me like that and um, so I I was in that church and they like they uh, it was so strange with the church because they uh, was like they didn't see me 
more than I talk to them. But they, I could walk around uh, wherever I wanted to go inside that church, behind that church, uh, the, behind the altar, like that, and no one stopped me. And I saw so much things that I learned how much food they eat after the service, that it was very much, much expensive, clean food, not that someone have given them. They maybe have given them a special for, for the pastor and this, uh, but it was no, not uh, simple food. It was really expensive food. And they were drinking wine and those things that I'd be surprised that how can they live like that and preach something else to people. And they themselves is allowed to do whatever they say that people should not do, and they do it. It's like they think they are a sp special people, that they are, they are out from all rules and laws. And I have say, seen it many times in my life about it. And they can have their pleasure in this world, but they're going to be surprised when they come to the heavenly court. They may be coming into heaven, but maybe, maybe not where they think they will come to be. Um, they may come to this meadow where they are running like children and have no clue what have happened to their life before they come to that place. They don't remember anything. They are dead, but dead in that way that they are playing like kids. Dead can means more than to pass away. Dead is when you don't receive anything. That means also winter, when everything is stand on hold. I have, I have explained this for you many times in my episodes. And uh, yesterday I saw it was someone that have downloaded 144 episodes. So there is people that really want to understand. And I love you for that. And I love you that in the future understand and want to know all this episode I have recording. And, um, and it's only they in the, in the afterlife that know 
the future. I don't know the future. But I can say that uh, I, I love you, you that take this serious. So, um, Pat Robeson died yesterday. And he was, I think he was 93 years old. And I didn't know how powerful he was when I met him in Virginia Beach. And uh, um, the only thing I can say, um, I'm not angry at him. He lost the knowledge. But I, I want to tell him that I hope he rests in peace. But he maybe is the one, one of the kids in the meadow. Maybe. I am not in the court. I am not in the heavenly court. So I don't know. I can only uh, assume uh, a little thinking like where do they go. But it's not me to judge. I only have told you what I know about Pat Robinson, and that is not political things. I don't, I am not into the political things. But uh, of course I, I listen sometimes of, of uh, what's happening in the world, political, and I can think about what they are saying and doing. Uh, and. Uh, but I am not interested of it. But I can can tell that something going very wrong in what the decision the political people do. And of course I'm wondering also why those presidents should be so old. So they they can't hardly walk. They and very much things popping up from their enemies about their early life. I I should not want anyone to talk about my early life because I was not good. I I'd fight really with a fist and uh, I was almost uh, to kill people sometimes because I was so angry but today I know the anger I got in those fights that anger was about what have happened in my childhood and it had nothing to do with that person it was only like a nail they they place into this bubble of abuse in the childhood. They pinch it and come out the anger of everything that happened in my childhood. And God knows that. God knows about you where the anger is coming from. And that 
that is something that he he say that when you start to walk in the truth in the spirit and truth you are forgiven for that because we know where your anger is coming from that is a spirit is here now touching me because he is sending this out to you that it will hit you whenever you listen at this podcast that you are forgiven because they know where you are coming from it's not coming from nowhere you you it have come in maybe very much about uh, abuse of uh, taking drugs and drinking and 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 then it's coming from what you have experienced as a child and they know it they know it yeah i want you to cry tears because i see the tears tears coming out from you because now you get the the truth about where your anger is coming from the anger is not directed to that person it's come from the inside of you so he's sending healing energy to you now that's why he touched me because i have told some people that about my childhood how i was killed or uh, or my adopted sister pushed me out in the street and uh, a truck drove over me and i was dead and then come god and wake me up and in that waking up he gave me the healing energy inside me so he god doesn't send this healing energy to you from him he's sending the energy healing from me from my body to you he he know god knows that i have that healing and i have done those uh, many healings on people uh, and uh, that have not been from god it's it's squeezing out from my body so i i need to heal my own body and and people ask uh, why are you why do you have this problem with your body but i tell them that but they they people don't understand but i tell them anyway that uh, when jesus was on the cross or on the pole he people uh, the those two thieves on his side they uh, ask jesus if you are the son of god help yourself is they say why can't god help you down from the the pole or, or the cross 
that's what they're asking. And that is the same with my body, is going to kill me very soon if uh, some if I don't get the solution of this health problem. And uh, uh, that is not on God. It is on people, the action. When pe there was many people around Jesus when he was hanging on the cross, but no one helped him down. And uh, Jesus, uh, he dubbed and he uh, he lost some of his his uh, connection with God by saying this to God, uh, crying out to God and saying, "Why have you forgotten me?" But God had not forgotten Jesus. Is God was waiting for action from people around there. They could easily take down Jesus from the cross. And maybe they did that also, but they didn't that uh, didn't do that before the soldiers uh, say he was gone. He died. And they took him down in his thumb grave, and and then he was gone. But he was dead when they picked him down on the cross. But he was gone from the grave. And that story is it's what uh, some of as some of you know what's happened because the soldier was there and they were close to the grave and uh, someone helped Jesus come out from the grave. Uh, I don't uh, I don't say it's 100% truth but I think someone make Jesus came come alive again when he was laying there in the more cold room he have hanging hanging on the cross in the sunshine and and then they pick him into this grave that was cold and he start to came to uh, live again, like I did, in uh, in the in the thumb, I was laying like a child when I was thrown over the track, and uh, and I come to wake up again from death, and so the same I think it was with Jesus to do. But I should never doubt God that he had left me because I know so much. I know more than Jesus in that situation that it's, it's in God's will 
whatever will happen. And uh, that is God waiting for people to act. Because in my life I have seen, I have been experienced how much, uh, who, how little there is people that want to help. And they, it's not, almost nothing they have helped me through the whole life. And now I, I, I sit here recording and have a life-threatening uh, chronicle stress in my brain. And I need to go uh, move to a place where I can rest the brain. And it's not here, because I have bad people around me and killing around me. So that's not good. But uh, I will say, I stay, I, I stay here, I hope, a little longer time. Because uh, I need to do all the work, the afterlife, want me to do and I tell you that I get more and more pe young people and more, uh, old people also from the Mormon church that is my friend of Facebook and they can read and they can listen at my podcast uh, what I have to tell them. So that is very great. So maybe the the afterlife will make me uh, be heard from the the Mormon Church because it it need a change in the Mormon Church because they are walking in the wrong direction now. Is they have to be careful because. Uh, it was a warning when, um, when the, this trumpet angel uh, broke down from the temple in Salt Lake City. The temple square, twin temple in Salt Lake City. Their angel on the floor broke down. That was a warning from God. They need to change. They go in the wrong direction. So thank you for listening. It come a little cramp here and breathing out the spirit I had from afterlife that come in. It, it was Jesus Christ and I understand why he is not one of the highest priests in heaven because he dubbed God when he was on the cross. So those other highest priests, I have seen at least six highest priests, they have not dubbed God in that way. They have stay firm until the end, uh, until they going over to to the other side, to going to heaven, they have standing firm.
and that you need to do because the devil is going to whisper in your ear. But you say, I don't listen at you anymore because I, I want to move forward. I want to go in the right direction. I, I don't want to listen at you. I listen to, the, to God's people, the light of angels that are coming from heaven. They are coming from heaven. They are not white angels coming from the dark side. That's a, you can't fool me anymore because I am a child of God and I want to grow up to be more than a child. And you can't cut me off from growing up. It's time for me to grow up, you say to the devil when he, he tried to whisper in your ear. So I didn't know that I should say it like that, but it's very important thing I say this, that you should daily say that to the one that try to whisper in your ear to change your mind. So thank you and God bless you. I love you all you that have listened and are going to listen in the future. Thank you.